Hey guys, this is Sarah. We're back with another episode of the O Live, and today um, I have a guest co-host joining me, Anna Kern, uh, filling in for Journey while Journey is studying abroad in Costa Rica. Anna, do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> Hello, my name is Anna. I'm so happy to be here. I've been an avid O Live fan forever <laughs> in all of its renditions, and I'm happy to finally be on the pod. Yeah, Anna has definitely been our number one fan. She always leaves <laughs> reviews, always gives her feedback. Um, <laughs> and so it's nice to have her on the pod. And our, one of our older, like, before we kind of revamped the pod, she was on it a long time ago. We interviewed you at Claremont. Um, for those of oh, you yeah. who don't know, yeah, Anna plays D1 tennis at University of Hawaii. And so she is there right now. She just moved back from Corvallis. So we're we're on the Zoom currently. It's true. On Zoom life. <laughs> um, yeah, it's currently a Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Uh, for Anna, it's like 3 p.m. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> we both have our kombuchas in hand. We do. What what flavor are you drinking? I think it's like mango. I put it in my mug. Oh, in my Yeti mug. I thought you had coffee in there. Um, no. I have ginger aid. Who's surprised? No one's surprised. If you all know Sarah, you know that she always has only gingerade. I always have the, the gingerade. Um, yeah, but anyways, today Anna and I are just going to be talking. Uh, yeah, if I kind of zoomed past it, Journey's studying abroad in Costa Rica. Um, she's currently jump roping on waterfalls and zip lining. This is the content we've gotten so far. So um, yeah, while Journey's away, Anna's going to be kind of filling in, helping helping me out. And today we're just going to kind of talk about like getting out of your comfort zone and um, doing things that are kind of unfamiliar to you and new to you and being okay with that. <laughs> and very give her insight on that. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the pod, we're just going to do a couple of updates just because it's been a while. Um, Anna, what have you been up to the last four, four weeks or so? <laughs> Not much. I finished out my tennis season here in Hawaii. And then I came back home to see you and to hang out in Oregon with family and just enjoy some rest time. So it was nice. I went from like crazy, being so active, so busy every day to like resting. And I think I really needed it. And now I'm back in Hawaii. I coach tennis. So I'm going to be working in the next, starting the next couple of days. And I'm moving apartments. So I'm in the moving process. But yeah, just working, trying to still find rest while being busy and enjoy some sun but yeah what about you Sarah <laughs> yeah um Anna kind of shared with me her rest era she got me into the rest era I well. did it was it was a rest era beginning of summer yeah it's been a rest totally. era for me yeah for me too um after I got done with finals I kind of moved all my stuff back to Corvallis so I'll be in Corvallis for the summer um and yeah like Anna said it was really fun because we had a lot of our friends in town like Journey was here before she left and um Tessa and Olivia were here so we like we got lots of coffee we went hiking a little bit um just a lot of really good quality time with <laughs> um we were definitely in our rest era it wasn't not a lot going on um yeah but now like I'm also going to be teaching tennis this summer too so that's going to start next week so I'm kind of just getting prepared for that um I'm also just trying to figure out like what my workout routine is going to look like this summer um I think it'll be like obviously a kind of just mix of like lifting and running and spin. And I'm trying just trying to like 
put it all in like my Google calendar and figure out what I want to do. Um, Get the GCAL going. GCAL. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, other than that, I'm just trying to like these last few days, I'm just going to try to have some fun before the summer tennis grind starts. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll get into the podcast. This episode of The Oat Life is sponsored by First Alternative Natural Foods Co-op, Corvallis's community-owned grocery store. Local always comes first at the co-op's two convenient Corvallis locations, open daily from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Look for fresh fruits and veggies, delicious ready-to-eat options from the co-op kitchen, and all your grocery staples. Shopping on a budget? Look for the co-op deals and co-op basics tags to save. And don't forget Student Produce Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, students with a valid Oregon College ID get 15% off all fresh fruits and veggies. Follow First Alt Co-op on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to learn more. Okay, we're back um, with Anna. And so, like I said, we're going to get into talking about kind of getting out of your comfort zone, getting comfortable with uncomfortable situations. This can kind of like be representative of a lot of things, like whether it's like, for me, I've experienced this with like, with like taking a job that I didn't feel like super qualified for or like I don't, going to like a new place, like in Anna situation or like all of these different things that can basically, I don't know. Do you have any other examples, Anna? Yeah, I love this topic. I feel like <laughs> I can talk for hours on this. So I'm so excited too. I think most things in my life that have been like the best things I've had to get out of my comfort zone like extremely for. And we can kind of like, I actually, Sarah and I were going over this topic for this podcast and I was looking over like my notes and I remembered this, like this like spread or not spreadsheet, but like doc of like multiple points that I made for when Journey and I first moved to Hawaii. So I made this doc for Journey because I was trying to convince her that we need to get out of our comfort zones. And this was like two or three years ago. And then we were looking over it and we're like, wow, this is actually kind of applicable and so after some editing, we're going to go through some points that like 18, 19 year old me wrote, but I think that's still really fun. And it still rings true to me at least. Yeah. So, should we Sarah? I'm excited. Um, I mean, just to give a little bit of context, like it was kind of like during COVID, right? When you and Journey were thinking about moving. Yeah, it was, we moved January, 2021, which like, okay. yeah, there was a lot of, like factors and it was kind of crazy and before like I think that there's been so many points in my life where like being uncomfortable has led to like the most growth and change and one of the main things was during COVID in like October I went on an hour bound trip and I like begged my parents to let me go on this trip just because I was tired of being at home like I love Corrales but and what is hour bound for people that don't know so it's like outdoor school and basically we go backpack and kayak and you basically go alone and meet this group of like 10 people and like two guides. And then you're out in the wilderness for 30 days and you have no phone, you have no contact. You like, just, you just go for it. But they teach you a lot about like leave no trace principles and just like the environment and backpacking. And like you learn a lot. And there's also like lots of leadership teachings that they have which it's really cool great program if you're interested <laughs> dm the pod oh, okay. <laughs> you should ask me because i loved it but it was so scary and like 
it was so uncomfortable. I was like, I want to be in my bed. I don't want to go sleep on the ground. Because you like couldn't, you didn't even have like toilets, right? No, we didn't. And <laughs> I didn't showers. So my parents drove me to Colorado and dropped me off. And we first did like a wilderness first aid certification, which was interesting. I think it was helpful, but I'm not a huge like doctor girly. Um, not a doctor girly. Yeah. Oh my God, it was intense. Um, yeah. And then we just went to, we went for it. But I think that it's just doing uncomfortable things because I was just like, I need something. I'm, I was feeling like stagnant. Yeah. In my and that's one of my notes here too, is I think that your comfort zone sometimes can be just like a feeling of like stagnancy. And even though it's nice and it's amazing, it's just like life is about growing and changing and becoming just like different versions of yourself. And I think that I was like, I need to push, I need something. So yeah. I did that and it's awesome. And that convinced me to keep living this uncomfortable or getting comfortable with uncomfortable life. And so then I was like, Journey, you need to move with me to an island. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote her these notes and I mean, it worked. I yeah. think that she also had some free will in deciding, but. <laughs> it wasn't just your notes. <laughs> it wasn't just my notes, but it always works out. Like I think that for both of us, we would say that it was such a great choice in that moment. Yeah. No, yeah. that's important. I think like I've always looked up to you because I feel like you are always like, oh, like, let's just do it. Let's go with it. Like it's gonna turn out all right. And I'm definitely more of the type of person that's like, I like my routine. I like things to be the same always. Um, like anyone that knows me knows that I'm like that. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so like I mean, like when I look back on it too, what you said is right. Like I think that the kind of the times I look back on after my full 21 years of living um, are Great definitely like times where I did like things that weren't in my comfort zone. Like you don't remember just like making your coffee every morning or like doing the same little like workout routine that you do every day or like going to the same class you do every day or like whatever. You kind of remember the things that you did that were like different because those are like the things that stand out in your mind. Yeah. And I think you do, like, I think it's a balance because I think for me, like I do, I do remember the coffee in the morning and the little things and like, yeah. but I feel like you have to do the uncomfortable thing to get to the, where you want to be in life. Like mm -hmm. even to like make friends and stuff. Like we weren't friends before tennis and stuff, but it was probably like more uncomfortable for us to like begin a friendship and reach out and start doing all these things together. Yeah. But ultimately it was worth it because we were able to build like build such a great friendship. But yeah. where you have to start things. And I think that the starting can always be scary. I agree. Like, starting going to the gym. Like that's scary. Yeah. But it's sometimes it's like the best thing you can do. And it's just with time, it gets more comfortable. Or just like starting, I don't know, anything. Yeah. But I think it's like you have to do the uncomfortable thing to ultimately have the comfort in like the space that you want yeah 100 it's kind of like when you think about like the ball that gets rolling like it's so much harder to like get the like huge i don't know why i'm envisioning this huge like rock from like the ancient <laughs> greek philosophers but like so it's true. really hard to get like a huge rock like rolling once you get it rolling you can kind of keep it rolling but like it's really hard to just like the hardest part about like starting anything is literally just starting it's like even if you're going to the gym it's like the hardest part is literally just 
going to the gym and like walking. Yeah. Like, um, but once you get that momentum going, then you're like, fine. So I think it's just also thinking about those types of things helps when it comes to this stuff. So true. Okay. I'm going to start my list. Are we ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So my first point is basically, okay. This list to caveat, I used, I called it like my reasons for journey to not be anxious. And I mean, I think that there's lots of things behind that. I don't know. I think people are anxious, not because of, they don't listen to these reasons and stuff, but <laughs> that was initially what we were thinking going into this. So my first point is that we are also capable of handling any situation that we get into. We have all the tools and resources we need to be successful. And we have so much support if we need it. Basically that we, like having that self-trust that like we can adapt, we can handle things. Like I know, like, I know that I will be able to handle whatever I get into. Yeah. Um, well, this makes me think about is like, I, I am, had just finished the book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, <laughs> which I really liked. Um, oh <laughs> definitely recommend, but it kind of talked about the fact that like, in like cavemen, ancient times, there was like a lot of situations. Like if you hear like a twig go snap in the woods, like you're like, shit, I'm going to die. Oh, shoot. I'm going to die. Uh, I don't swear on this podcast. Um, True. But like, you're like, I'm going to die. Like I need to run. And that's where that anxiety builds because like, you don't want to be in that uncomfortable situation of having to like face this bear. Cause you're probably not going to win. Um, but most of the like situations we face in the world today that like kind of heighten our anxiety or make us feel uncomfortable. They're not life or death situations. They're like, this is all like inside your head situations. And I think just putting it in that perspective of like, you're most likely, yeah, there are situations that like can get really intense, but like for the most part, most of these situations we're talking about, you're not going to die. Like maybe you have like an awkward conversation or maybe you have like, maybe you feel like you're going to look funny in front of someone, or maybe you feel like things might not work out the way you want them to. You're going to be just fine. So I think just putting yourself, like putting that in perspective of like, you're not going to die you'll be just fine. You can find a way that definitely helps flip it and makes it a little bit more like, okay, this is totally fine. No, I completely agree. I think like, even in my own experience, it's like when we were moving here, cause we didn't know if like we hadn't toured our apartment in person. We just had signed the lease virtually. So we're like, maybe there's not an yeah. apartment, but I was like, if there's not an apartment, like we'll, we'll deal with it. <laughs> we will figure it out. Yeah. And even if, like, if you're like, late to the airport you think you're gonna miss your flight like yeah it's stressful but like you'll figure it out like you are capable of handling it right and like ultimately like what you'll do is deal with it like on my outward bound I was like maybe like I won't like any of the food like I like <laughs> won't like any of the people I'm like okay then I'll just deal with it like I'll just handle it in the moment and I know I can so it's fine right. yeah and one thing that you just said though is like you know you can handle it I have something to say about that but why like what makes you believe that you can handle those situations? I think that I always have in the past, you know, and I think that this is for anybody. Like I know I can handle things because somehow I always do. So what would you say to someone though, that like has struggled and like, they've literally like failed because they haven't been able to handle a situation. Then I think maybe like trying to build that trust for yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or even just through small things, like set little goals for yourself and accomplish them or like, yeah do the little things so you feel like you can actually trust yourself and I think it builds 
Yeah. Over. That's what I was going to say is like, we talked about this a little bit on like our preparing for adversity podcast, but you have to like, like you said, like you have to build that trust in within yourself. And like, for you, you built that trust because you, you like, I've done hard things before I've adapted before I've put myself in situations that I didn't feel prepared for before. And look, it turned out all right. If you don't feel like you have like that, like that deep of trust within yourself or that confidence in yourself, like it's going to make it a lot harder to like go about these uncomfortable situations. So I think like just putting yourself in like micro, like uncomfortable situations on a daily basis, like can help with this because it's like, like one thing I heard someone say at the gym, like so long ago, like this was like in high school, but it like always stuck with me is like, there's this guy, he was like huge. Um, his name was JT <laughs> and he was the husband of like one of the women that I knew pretty well there. And he, he was talking to somebody else. Like I literally overheard this, but he's like, if I can get here at five 30 in the morning, every morning and work my ass off. I can go do my desk job. Like, that's not hard. Like, if you do this every day, like, everything else seems so much easier. And that kind of put it in perspective of, like, okay, like, the gym is, like, definitely to go and, like, get a good workout in and stuff like that. But it also is just, like, a kind of micro way you can just, like, push yourself on a daily basis. And then it's, like, okay, maybe, like, doing your little emails after that doesn't seem as, like, daunting because you just, like, sweat for an hour straight. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it's just, like, the small things to build your own trust and then to really believe it yeah and I feel like this is on to my next point too is that like if we believe in ourselves and believe the idea that I also come at this like I think I have a little more spiritual perspective than Sarah just like yeah as us as people so I kind of word it like the universe has our back if we believe like in the idea that we are being like guided and supported or just believe in ourselves um and if we trust that things sorry we trust that we deserve um, things to go our way then they will and this also reminds me of like on TikTok I don't know if you see it <laughs> you're not really a TikTok girl but no like I know lucky, it I lucky know. girl syndrome like yeah. if, if you believe you're lucky then you're lucky and I think that it just it usually works but you have to really believe yeah. it that's the trick yeah my thing with this is like yeah you come out more of a spiritual perspective and also like in all of these things where like if Anna refers to like the universe or whatever it is like this can literally be whatever like this if if, in yeah. your life, if this is god it's god if it's like some like other power then like that's what it but like if it's the earth or if it's like whatever it is like this can be kind of like translated among different things yeah you can like, word it so. however it makes sense to you I yeah think that's the same concept for sure um what was i gonna say but oh it's literally just like you see more of what you want to see more of. Like when you're looking for a blue, like if you're looking to like buy a car, if you're looking to like buy a Honda Civic, all of a sudden every car you see driving down the road is a Honda Civic or whatever. And it's not because there's more Honda Civics there the next day than there were the day before. It's because you see more of like what you're looking for. And if you're trying not to see a Honda Civic, you're going to see a lot of Honda Civics. Yeah. Like (laughs) Like what you focus on, is what comes to you right what your mind is like focused on what is like I guess taking up the energy of your mind like that's what you're gonna see so like the way I relate this is like there's like questions of like do you live in a friendly or hostile environment and some people believe they live in a friendly environment and some people believe they live in hostile environment and the people that believe they live in hostile environment 
those are the people that always have like the victim mindset. Everything is happening to them and the world is against them. And then there's people that believe they live in a friendly environment. And those are the types of people that are like, they assume like good. They assume that like, if they leave their car unlocked, things will be fine. They assume, and which is like, that's not the best example, but also they just, they assume that people will do good. And they assume that like people's intentions are good and people's intentions are pure versus like living in a hostile environment. It's like people assume that like everyone is out to get them. And the same people can live, different people can live in the same environment in the same world and have a different like perception of the world. And that's kind of in the end going to dictate like how we react to situations and basically like our level of success in these unfamiliar situations is literally just our perception and how we perceive the world around us. Yeah, I really like that. I think that's a good way to look at it because it's true. This also leads into my next point, (laughs) which is that we control our own energy. We are literally so in control of how we approach every situation, how we show up in life, how we pursue things and how we receive things. You are in control of your perception and your own energy. Yeah, for sure. There's like that dichotomy of like, there's so much you can't control. And, but then it's like, when you think about it, there's also so much you can control because the only thing you control at the end of the day is yourself. But then when you start controlling yourself and you start controlling your own actions, other people's actions kind of usually tend to start just falling in line or like events start to fall in line because when you start working really hard, that like people see that and maybe they'll start working really hard or maybe you'll get a new opportunity because you're working really hard. All of these things can happen because of the way you carry yourself. And then just kind of tying it back to like at the end of the day, all you can control is how you carry yourself. So that's kind of a freeing idea. This is so true. I agree. I actually have a point on that also, which I'll jump to basically that there is so much we can't control. And like, while this might sound scary, it's also kind of comforting because it means we don't have to occupy our brains with everything we can't control. And we can just think of what we can control, like our own energy, how we show up. Basically, you don't have to worry about anything else because you know, like you can handle it. You know that you're just going to do what you're going to do and everything else around you is out of your control. But usually like what Sarah's saying, once you really take control of yourself, like and the responsibility one control, well. yeah, then everything kind of tends to work out in the way of the like, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it's the idea of like, like I just said, like taking ultimate responsibility, like when things don't go your way, like I guess the people in the hostile environment with the victim mindset are like, this person did this to me, that sucks, I am a victim. Versus I think people that live in a friendly environment are like, oh man, like what could I have done better to like maybe make that situation better? And they kind of look at it from that point of view, which like a lot of times maybe you couldn't control it. There's literally nothing you could do. But then there's also a lot of situations where like, okay, maybe if you had like spoken to that person in a little bit better tone, maybe things would have gone better. And like, you can kind of look at yourself and that's even more freeing too. Cause it's like, okay, next time at least like you can like attack it a little bit better than last time you learned something there. Um, even sorry you go go ahead ahead. oh I no go ahead (laughs) I'll say it after (laughs) even like what you're saying like you can only control yourself this even like if what if getting out of your comfort zone for you is like doing something that you think other people are going to judge you for Mm -hmm. you can't control other people's perception of you like I always think of the quote like other people's opinions on you are none of your business and like you have no control over their perception of you 
which is also really freeing because all you can control is your own perception of yourself and how you do things and everything else you can just release almost. And it's not that easy, but I think it's, it's helpful to think of it that way. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, there's one quote, I don't know if you remember it. I'm trying to remember it right now that I was talking to that Tessa and I were talking about a long time ago, but it's basically like, you know, you can go move on to your next point. I'm going to, I'm going to find this quote, but the last thing okay. I was going to say on this was it also ties back to like that idea of like matchsticks. You only have so many matchsticks. Like if you waste all your energy thinking about like all these things you can't control, that's energy you could have put towards moving yourself in the direction, in the right direction with, by controlling things you can control. Like if you waste your time worrying about what someone is saying about you or on social media, or like wasting your time worrying about like what this person is going to like do, I don't know, whatever, X, Y, Z, then that's literally energy you can't put towards things that are actually going to be effective for you in the long run. And just thinking about it that way is also kind of an interesting, um, it's energy you can't put towards like your next set of squats. Like if you think about it like that drastically, but yeah, I mean, that's not how I think of things, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's like, I can't put it towards my neck. I don't know what you would just say. I don't know. Just depends on the day. Um, (laughs) Okay. My other point is, and I think that some people have different beliefs on this, but I believe that like things happen for a reason. I mean, you can't explain all things, but I think a lot of things in like our own lives happen for a reason. And while some doors sometimes close, they only do so, so that better ones can open up or just different yeah. ones can open up. And there's like really being the mindset that there's an abundance of options and resources and the world is waiting for us to realize this has freed me so much. And even just being like, oh, this, like this thing didn't, like I didn't get this thing that I wanted or this thing didn't come to me. Like, that's okay. It wasn't meant for me. Or yeah. even yesterday, so random, but like I was supposed to show my old apartment because I'm moving to these people and they like didn't show up on time and I was annoyed about it. So they didn't come with like the other group of people. And then I was like, oh, I have to show that I'm alone. Like that's so annoying. And I was like, had a bad attitude about it. But then they came later and it was, I ended up being perfect that I showed it to them alone because they ended up wanting to buy all my furniture. And I feel like if they would have um, offered that, other people wouldn't have been the same. So things uh, happen for a reason. Like sometimes it all just works out. Yeah. And God just trust. Just trust the process. Trust the as process. Sarah Forrester. TTP. I've got my wristband on right now. Um, no, I a hundred like I think this is one of the biggest things that I like really deeply believe. And like I'm definitely not the most religious person, but like I really believe like everything happens for a reason or like I at least believe that you have to believe that everything happens for a reason. Like if you or just- not even, I kind of feel like in my brain, I changed from like everything happens for a reason to like things happen for a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I like that actually. Things happen for a reason. Cause like you can't say everything happens for a reason. Um, But yeah, things happen for a reason. And then like, it also ties back to like by default, if you think about it, like there's literally like a path and this path is green, but like you could stem off this path and it's like red. You're like on the green path and you like are going to stem off of it and go into this like, let's say like blue path. But then the blue path, like the door shut. So then you have to go back to the green path and then you go to the, like the red path, but then you're on the red path and then like the 
purple door is shut. And then like all these doors are shut and you end up on all these different paths, but like you're only on that path because some door is shut. And if the doors hadn't shut, you would be on a different path than the path you're on now. And so by default, <laughs> this is, this is, how this is so true in my head, but you're so right. like by default, like you're not being able to go down one path means you have to go down another path. And if you go down that path, you wouldn't have gone down that path if you had gone down the other path. So no, this is so true to make this more like in real life terms. Yeah, I was following. I was following the colors. Thank you. But Thank you. For me, at least, like, I would not be here if it wasn't for COVID. And are you I talking about like Hawaii, Hawaii, like, or on? Yes, Earth? sorry. Okay. Yeah, I would not be <laughs> in Hawaii on this yeah. little island if it wasn't for COVID. And like, it's been such a cool experience. I don't know where my life would be if I was still at my old school, which like I love also. But I think I'm really happy where I am now. And so it's like I had to trust in that moment when everything was falling apart it was chaotic and crazy that ultimately my life would, it would like, I was being steered in the right direction. Cause I feel like this is where I'm meant to be right now. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about that too, is like, you like, if people are asked, like, do you wish this happened differently? Do you wish this happened differently? Like my answer is pretty much always going to be no. And that's because you don't see how your life would have played out if you went another route you know yeah. what you have right now and you know what you can't like the opportunities you have right now and you know how all that worked out and so you, you don't ever get to see what you didn't have which is actually kind of nice because it's like if you think about if you're trying to like if somebody like came up to you and they're like you have these two options for how your life plays out what do you want and then you like didn't get the one you wanted like that's tough but this is like all we have and this is all we know so it's just like doing the best with what you have and what you know is like great and it's kind of freeing and just trusting being like yeah this is where i'm meant to be yeah like if this thing passed me it wasn't meant for me you know exactly 100 percent. okay um i remembered i didn't actually find the quote test that sent me sorry this is just not related now but i was no you're good i want to hear it it was something along the lines of no one and nothing can make you upset without your permission yeah i remember and that I, one yeah i love tessa like loved that quote it was like in a podcast we listened to but like i really like that because like they're like people can do whatever they want and you can't control what anyone does but like with you getting upset and you reacting that's on you like you determine if you react like that there's like such a difference I think between like responding and reacting and like responding I think is like something where if it's like you look back a week later or whatever and you're like yeah I'm glad I responded like that like you took your time and like it's thought out versus reacting is like something where like even like you know an hour later six hours later whatever you're like oh maybe I shouldn't have reacted like that because it's just an yeah. in-the-moment reaction. And I like that quote, too. Because it's like, you really have control over yourself. Yeah. Or you have the power. Like, take your own power back and how you want to. Exactly. Like, deal with life. Yeah. Okay. Sure. My next one um, is basically that the only constant in life is change. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so hard to conceptualize sometimes. Especially when you're like, I want things to stay the same. But things just can't stay the same. The nature of life has changed. And sometimes, like, this is just life. And it's amazing and tragic and lovely. But it's, like, this only thing that you can trust is that change will happen. And so you can kind of, like, cling and resist it. Or you can really use it as a way to up-level. Or just, like, use this change. Use the things, like, to get out of your comfort zone. Do new things. Try new things. Like, grow with it. 
or you can kind of like be like wishing that what you had wishing like things were still how they were when that's just not the reality anymore yeah and like it's scary because it's unknown like change you just don't know but it's also kind of cool because you just there's so many people you've yet to meet there's so many experiences you've yet to have like at some point I think you have to embrace change yeah for sure I I like that I like the idea of like embracing change I think for me especially like I've kind of had to come to terms with this more and more like especially like going through college and stuff because in high school like I feel like your life is pretty much like the same and it's like always kind of the same like unless you go through like a major like you have to like move and like change schools when you're younger or like I guess like going from like middle school high school like that's hard but like people get over that and whatever but like I think the transition for me from like high school to college like that was a big change it yeah it's a huge change and then like even within college like I feel like I've had more experiences in the last couple years than like throughout the other parts of my life where it's like things kind of change like pretty drastically pretty fast and you just kind of have to like deal with it and not like waste your time being like damn like I wish it was the same I wish it was the same like I just said because like it's not and you just have to embrace it like this is my new reality this is what's going on this is just the reality situation how can I like go forward in the best way now where we're at now not where we're at a year ago Uh, yeah I think like use it like use it to advantage like change is great if you let it be you know no I 100% agree like I think that one of my the ways I can relate to this is like oh I guess we're running out of time I might have to call you back later okay um but anyway, what I was gonna say is like I one of my best friends my first two years of college she's on my tennis team her name was Maggie if you're listening to this, <laughs> she was like okay. my best friend at Linfield she definitely was and she graduated at the end of my sophomore year and so I came in and I've always been the type of person like quality over quantity when it comes to friends like I haven't been the person to have like 30 friends um but definitely like going into that next year I was like well crap like like I I definitely like need to make some friends and I knew that like that's something where it's like I have control over this I can do it if I want to I need to like be outgoing and step out of my comfort zone um yeah it's scary like this is like you could stay in your comfort zone or you can step out for sure and I would like you know if I hadn't like pursued anything if I stayed in my comfort zone like I would have been fine but I also would have been like super lonely probably um so literally the first day of class we're in like physical chemistry or something this was literally this fall like last fall um I see a girl who like she's had been my a lot of my classes before um and we'd like talked and she's wearing I see Kaylee wearing like a Patagonia sweater and she had her coffee with her and I was like you know good enough um (laughs) So after class, I just went up to her. This is literally the first day of school. And I was like, hey, like, um, if just let me know. Like, if you ever want to, like, grab coffee and study sometime, let me know. Like, I, I think I told her something like, I, like, always walk after this class to, like, union block to coffee and study. So if you ever want to join me sometime. I made it in, like, the context of, like, I'm doing this. If you want to join me doing this, like, let me know. I'd love to go with you. And then, it like, I actually think that also took the pressure of, like, I'm asking this new girl to hang out and, like, if she says no, I'm gonna be sad. It's like, no, I'm gonna do this no matter what. But do you wanna like join yeah. me? Yeah. Um, so I kind of like I like that when you're like kind of asking new people or like whatever. Anyways, as a side. No, fact, I think that's a great, that's a great trick. Yeah. Sure. Cause then you don't you also like if she had said no and she was like, You're weird, I wouldn't have felt bad. I would have been like, okay, I'm gonna go either way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then like literally the next like two days later, we went and like 
we super vibe. We're on the same wavelength. Like literally it was that easy. All I had to go was do was just ask her. And like, that was kind of like nerve wracking in the moment, but now we're like really good friends. And like, we probably wouldn't be if I hadn't asked her to do that. So anyway. And it's like opened up a whole new like experience of your college life for you, right? Oh, for sure. I feel like it's the scariest things, the things where you really have to take that step, like take that leap right. into the unknown. That's what really opens up the life you want to live. Yeah. And there's like, I mean, there's so many other people that I've met, like kind of like mutually through her that like I wouldn't have met and I wouldn't have had these experiences if I didn't know her. And Kaylee, if you're listening to this, hi. Um, but, <laughs> really? but, yeah. But that, it's so true that like I would have never known. And like if I also I like thinking about things too, like in the worst case scenario, worst case scenario, I went up to her and I asked her to hang out with me or get coffee with me. She's like, fuck off. Like, frick off. I really like I'm trying not to swear on the podcast. Maybe you like lose sponsors over here. Um, <laughs> but anyways, like worst case scenario, she's like, you're weird. I don't want to do that. Like she worst case scenario, she's like mean to me about it. Right. Okay. Like, okay. I have the saying. same amount of friends as I had before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then so, you're like, oh, wow. Like I'm being protected. I dodged that bullet. That's not a person for me. Right. Exactly. And so it's like, I, I like thinking about things in like cost versus benefit. Um, very econ term. So true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But econ yeah, in that case, the cost was definitely like, if that was the worst case scenario, it's probably worth the benefit of like gaining a friend. Yay. How are you? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you want to call me back and then we can finish up? Okay, great. I'll call you back. Okay, we're back. We're here to finish up our kind of our last few points um, on getting out of your comfort zone. Um, the next point is a point that I have that has kind of resonated with me a lot lately. And I think it's also just become kind of a, like more a concept people are more becoming more aware of lately. I don't know. I've seen some stuff about it on Instagram and that's how I became aware of it but there's this thing called the spotlight effect the spotlight f- effect is a psychological phenomenon where we overestimate the degree to which other people are noticing our actions behaviors and appearance um so basically like the person that I think I saw this on his name is Sahil Bloom uh, that's where this is this is my credit for this concept but <laughs> there's two mistakes in life um worrying about what other people think of you and then believing that other people think about you in the first place. And so I think this is like a super liberating concept because like, if you think about it, like at the gym, because you can just relate everything to the gym. If you think about it at the gym, how often are you looking at other, like, especially as a woman, like looking at other women, judging them for what they're doing? versus how often are you at the gym being like oh my god I don't like especially if you're like new to working out or like whatever like being like oh my god I don't want to like do this weird or like I don't I feel like everyone's watching me or like if you're trying something new like there's all this like anxiety kind of built up around like other people watching you but really like no one's watching you they're all just focused on themselves like you're focused on yourself and just to add, like, if people, the people who are watching you, judging you, like, no one really is. The people who are, are, like, yeah, very insecure within themselves. Right. Like, that is a them problem. That is not a you problem. Right. Because, at the yeah, and that's a great point. Because at the end of the day, there will be some people that, like, just have to, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a non-cuss word that I could say. Um, <laughs> people that just, like, 
say bad things about other people and they will say bad things. Like <laughs> I have a very like recent example of this, but like there's people that will just say bad things about literally anyone. They'll say bad things about someone and then go date that person. <laughs> like, yeah, so true. Literally like the people that are saying those bad and feel the need to like say bad things about other people, that's all just a reflection of them. And those are probably people you don't want to be around or don't need to care if they like you at all in the first place. Um, so that, yeah, basically this whole spotlight effect thing is just kind of like, do what you think is cool. The energy you give off and what you do and what you spend your time doing, that's going to attract people that have similar interests and similar energy. So be the best, like, be like, if you think about like peak, that one thing I've thought about recently is like peak Sarah, like what would peak Sarah be doing? What would peak Sarah be saying? What would peak Sarah be reading? What would peak Sarah be watching? Like think about peak Sarah and don't waste your time being anything less than peak Sarah. And sometimes peak Sarah doesn't live inside your comfort zone, you know? Yeah. Outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, for sure. And to like build the life you want, even like to move for me, it's like, it's very comfortable to move. Like I love my old place. Like I'm so cozy there. Like it's cute, but like the life I want is more in this apartment than in that apartment. And so I have to do the uncomfortable thing. Right. And, but at the end of the day, like by you being your true self, like you're going to attract the people that you want to attract. And then maybe you push some people away. Maybe some people are like, she's weird. And like, maybe some people are like, what she's doing is weird. And like, just like saying bad things about you. Those are people you don't want in your life. You're going to push those people away, which is good because you don't want their energy in your life. So basically at the end of the day, just be yourself, push yourself, get out of your comfort zone and try to just always think about like, okay, what would peak Sarah be doing? What would peak Anna be doing? And try to be that person. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I think, I think the way I kind of relate to this is like, um, when I took the really recently, I've been teaching tennis for a long time, but it's pretty recent at this point that I've started doing like a lot more private lessons. And that wasn't kind of like my original job duty at the tennis club. Like I helped with, with like group lessons. I led some parks and rec lessons, which are super low key, but like I never did private lessons and Anna and I went and got certified like a couple of years ago. And so like, I had the ability, I have the certification. I know I can teach private lessons, but I was never going to go be like, let me teach private lessons. Cause it was kind of a scary thing for me. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just never done it before. And I didn't feel like super qualified to do it. But then the opportunity kind of like presented itself to me to like teach private lessons. And I was like, well, I could say no, because I'm scared to do it. And I'm scared that people are going to like judge me or like, maybe I'm not going to be great at it right at first or whatever. Or I could say yes and just kind of like get better at it as time goes along. And I'm so freaking glad I said yes, because it's also given me like a lot more opportunities and I have gotten better at it. I mean, like when I started, I was like, actually like I caught on pretty fast and I think I'm like really happy with how I'm doing with it. But like, it also gets better and you get like you grow and you learn. And like, I'm so much better of a private lesson instructor now than I started. And I would have never had the opportunity to grow like that and learn all these things if I hadn't done it. So. And I think this is a quote that I don't know who said this, but I have a lot of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. so I feel like I've heard some, some podcasts. You probably heard it on the outlife. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, but it was like, don't like, be afraid to let yourself be seen trying. And I think that's like so cute because yeah, I feel like just, you can't. So, sorry, just, just to reiterate, 
don't be afraid to let yourself be seen trying. Yeah. Or just like, don't be afraid to try things. Like you don't, you have to start. No one just becomes amazing at something by not starting. Like you always start somewhere. And I think it's really admirable. My voice is breaking. Sorry. Like when I see people who are like not very good at something, but they're trying and they're having fun and like they're in there doing it. Like that's like, so just like attractive to me. Like that they're here enough that they like try things and like they're not afraid that other people are seeing them try right like especially I really just like when you're driving down 29th street or whatever street and you see someone running and you can tell they're like dying like it's not something that comes easy for them like that's me when I'm running (laughs) but you you can tell like you can really tell that they're like pushing themselves and it's like something new for them and I'm like go you like literally like go out like I love it when I like get to pass those people I'm like you're doing great like keep it up yeah I think that's no, all awesome. and I think that the right people are gonna react that way if I agree even if you because- don't do it but like they see you really like getting out of your comfort zone trying something new the people that you want in your life are gonna be like that's amazing yeah. great job there's been experience that I've had in the past where I've been around people that will see people like that and they'll be like what are they doing why are they doing that like stuff and I like, I hate that. Like, and that's yeah. just not the people you want around you. So, no. yeah. No, get mm. those people out. They don't yeah. listen to you. <laughs> Dumb with those people. Uh- <laughs> okay, we'll move quickly now. Yeah. If you, okay, next point. If you believe deep down that bad things will happen to you and you don't deserve abundance, abundance, success, love, then that is the life you will cultivate. It's simple. If you believe that you deserve abundance, success, love, and live your life in a way that reflects those values, you will receive those things. And for me, like, this is, sometimes I just have to remind myself, it's like my silly little epiphany, that like, it's my life. Like, it's literally my life. I can do whatever I want. Like, I am yeah. the main character of my own life. And it's all- <laughs> I love like, that. I'm the main character of my life. No, I, everyone's the main character of their own life. Like, yeah. I don't have to be the main character of everybody's life, but- no it's like, it's literally my life. Like what everyone else is telling me, like, it just does not matter. Like I can just do what I want. And I like really believe that like there's abundance, like, and just, it's just my life, you know? Yeah. You gotta do, I, don't, you gotta do- I don't know if you remember what we were talking the other day. And I was like, there's like a solid few people who I like genuinely care what they think of me. Like I care what you think of me. And it's not like I care, I care like what they say I should do or what they think I should do, but I genuinely care like what you think of me as a person. And I care about what yeah. you think of me as a person. I care about what Journey thinks of me as a person. Like there's a few solid people that I'm like, no, I would be super sad if like you said, I heard that like you don't respect me anymore or something, or you didn't think that I was like a hard worker or like things like because that. Because like make you like question yourself. Right. It's like people you really trust. Right. Yeah. But do I care what like Joe down the street who I have no like connection with whatsoever thinks of me as a person who saw me at the gym on like a weird day doing something weird? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally like I could care less. I'm not living my life for Joe. Like I'm just it's my life. <laughs> like I literally like I don't care about Joe. If Joe cares about me, like good for Joe. But like yeah. I don't care what Joe thinks of me. Yeah, um, and like I'll give Joe as much access to me as I want to because it's <laughs> my life. Yeah, which is no access, no also, access. Silly no. so little like, oh wait, you had a quote that you wanted to share here. Oh well, I think my thing with this is just sorry. That was honestly like not what I was gonna say, but um, my <laughs> thing with 
this little point is one thing I like I think I was watching a YouTuber like my freshman or sophomore year of high school and I really like this YouTuber I think her name was like Sarah's Day or something <laughs> she was like a health and fitness Sarah thing. Forrester no I wish um <laughs> but she always she said this like multiple times all the time and she would say act confident and no one will question you and yeah. I like I literally took that so to heart. Like, I think I just like, after I heard that, I was like, yeah. Make it uh, till you make it. I mean, going back to my private lesson thing, I, even on my first day, I was like, I just need to act like I'm freaking, even though I don't really know what I'm doing, which I know what I'm doing. Hunter, if you're listening, I know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> you do, you do. Yeah, no, like I know, but like, it was scary at first and I didn't super feel like I knew, but I was like, I need to act like I need to act like a tennis coach would act. I need to act like I've got, I've had so many private lessons before. Like, and so I'm like, I just need to act confident as like a tennis coach and act like a tennis coach. And at the very end, they were like, that's amazing. How long have you been coaching? I was like, this was my first lesson that I ever yeah. did. Because I acted no, like a tennis it coach. Works. Right. And then and eventually like, you believe it. Yeah, exactly. And I think like, it, like that's such a thing. And I think we've talked about this before. Anything you do, if you're like worried about doing it or whatever, like, just think about like, like if you're like, I want to be healthier, just think about like, how would a healthy person act? And then yeah. like, try to like, like, it's like fake it till you make it. And, my yeah. Mom said, honestly, this is like her motto. I love I'm fake it till you make it. It's just act confident and no one's going to question you. If you act like you don't know what you're doing, if you like present yourself, like you're nervous, if you present yourself, like you don't think you should be where you are people are going to pick up on that. And they're going to think that like, they're gonna be like, what is this person doing? Like, why? Are, like, even just at the convention with that, with some person that we know, <laughs> like, um, you know, like you could tell that they didn't believe in themselves and you could tell that they didn't have confidence and it like everyone else is like, they don't take them as seriously. Yeah. And but, even like, if you're yeah. showing yourself like a, if you're showing up as a version of yourself, that's like not confident that doesn't, put themselves out there that like doesn't believe in themselves then that's who you're gonna be that's what you'll believe like you're showing yourself that that's who you are whereas yeah. if you show up and like fake it till you make it eventually you will just become that person yeah I really I really agree with that like I just think at the end of the day it's like people can tell how you value yourself people like will value you kind of based on how you how they see that you value yourself and they base their like perception of you on that like if you were walking around like super confident, like acting like a confident person, they're gonna be like, damn, like she has so much confidence. Like, damn, she's so cool. Damn. They're not gonna be like, oh, like, why is she like that? Because you just like, you look confident in yourself. Yeah. Our last silly point is that like, if you like, if Elizabeth Holmes, I don't know if you guys know who Elizabeth Holmes is. Wait, sorry, before we move on, we had one more point about the man. We're going to add that on. We can add that on too. Okay. I was going to start with this. Okay. But basically there's people who just like fake it till they make it so aggressively. Yeah. That it you want to give it. the context for Elizabeth Holmes? So Elizabeth Holmes, she like basically started like a billion dollar company. I don't really have the details exactly, but she basically started a company like fundraised like millions upon millions of dollars was in like Silicon Valley. Like she like pitched to a ton of like high level investors. Yeah. She got her product into like Walgreens. And her product, like, didn't even exist. Like, yeah. she just, like, lied to everybody and said it existed. But it didn't. <laughs> She's like, if she can get all these investors on a product that doesn't even exist. Like, she got Walgreens on this product. that Like, it Literally. was supposed to, like, 
test your blood with one drop of blood from your finger instead of like doing a whole like blood draw. Yeah, you guys should look it up. It's yeah, great. There's lots of documentaries. It's really interesting. Really interesting. But basically, she faked until she made it so hard. And even like we were thinking, this is like a silly example, but if you ever see like like couples and there's like a beautiful, like stunning, amazing woman who like could be dating like literally anybody she wanted. And then she's with like a guy who's like just maybe like I mean, I don't know. I like don't know average. Exactly. Yeah, average. Or just like you wouldn't see them together. But if this guy is like confident and believes like he is like like he deserves anybody and like he is at that level then like other people believe that too like I know you've seen it everywhere it's just true yeah it's just true also my last point and this is kind of a tangent but I've been this is also my recommendation for everybody listening I've been listening to the Billie Jean King memoir on audiobook and she's like a famous tennis player if you don't know her you should look her up because she's really fascinating she basically like started women's pro tennis started women's pro sports like is such a leader and like just love Billie Jean King she's literally amazing like as a college tennis player for both of us like she's the reason why we get to play college tennis and why it's which is insane like she's so cool so you should listen to it but even just like the last reason to get out of your comfort zone is because you can really like, don't you want to reach your potential? And like, don't you want to live your life to the fullest? Like we're given this amazing life and you see people like Billie Jean King who have done so much with their lives. Like you should actually look her up because she's done so much and she's still like an activist, like fighting for so many things. And don't you see people like that and you can't reach your potential inside your comfort zone. Like you just can't. And it's don't literally, you? Uh, I, no, go ahead. I don't want to. No, you go. You go. I was just gonna say it's like I mean it's like lifting weights. Like if you keep lifting the same weights every day and it gets easier and easier and you continue to lift the same weights, you're not gonna reach your potential. But if you like keep lifting and like adding on a little bit more, it's not gonna be comfortable, but you're gonna get stronger. Yeah, and even a lot of us like we have so many like so much energy, so many resources already. Like, and we our life is like the world's our oyster. And especially like younger people listening to this podcast just like we have so much life to live like there's so many things we can accomplish we can like change like so many people we can reach like our life's ours and if you stay in your comfort zone and don't push yourself at all like I'm not gonna say you waste it but essentially you do and I think that it's important to like hear stories of people who have really like done a lot or done really cool things that you look up to and then aspire to like be the best version of yourself as they are doing you know 100 I think the quote that's going to stick with me the most after this is like get caught trying like be seen trying yeah like also, be my the last person point- that's trying <laughs> what my last point which yeah. I forgot to add in sorry to ramble <laughs> is that we are literally floating in space we are that's what you said. we're literally floating in space called earth there's so many galaxies there's so many planets like we're just like a star in the sky and so why would you not just have fun with it you know just try things it's your life you're the main character whatever that whatever you want to do and like be one thing I'll say I heard this the other day is like no matter what you are doing or what you're pursuing or how good you are at it how hard you're trying what you rhymed oh yeah I did 
Um, <laughs> it was just like, be about it. Like if you're going to go and like, if you want to go and like with the, with the oat life, like if we want to go and like make this podcast, like be about it. Like I'm going to post, I'm going to repost it on my story and be like, go listen to it. Like I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm not going to like hide it. And so it's like, if you want to go and you want to be like the best, like bee farmer in the world, like go be about it. Don't like try to just do it on the side and like, be like, well, like no one's going to like see it, like whatever, like, no, go like pursue bee farming with everything you have, like, just be about it. Or like, just, I like the idea of like, just owning up to like, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah. I yeah. like this. Yeah. I'm passionate about that. Yeah. Like this is my shit. So true. Billie Jean true. King's memoir is called all in. And I feel like it's yeah. so cool. She's be like, all in. she wanted to play pro tennis, but she really dedicated herself to pro tennis. She's like, let me make pro tennis as amazing as it can be. Like, let me like, not, not just be the game, but like change the game, yeah. which is so cool. If you want to so go to med school, to- be about it. Go to med yeah. school. Like, like be all whatever in. it is, just be confident enough in you and yourself to where it's like, if anyone asks you about it, you're like, yeah, that's me. That's what I'm doing. I feel so good about it. So true. So true. Love that for us. <laughs> I think that's all. I think that's all too. I mean, I'm sure we could, like you said, like we could talk about this for so long, but if you made yeah, it to will. the end, <laughs> I know this is kind of a longer podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Um, we're hoping to get Anna on like one or two more times this month. So much pay me, but we'll see. Yeah, we might. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back hopefully with another podcast either next Monday or the Monday after. Then Jenny will be back from Costa Rica. But um, thank you, Anna, for coming and being a part of this. Thank you. Thank for you for having it. me. I always enjoy chatting. Oh my God, I could chat with you forever. <laughs> of course, we will. We will be. Yeah, chatting. we'll go grab some coffee. Okay. Okay. You can Bye. Bye.